0: Being born again is pretty much a mystery to everyone except those people who are born again. It's really uh, very interesting because you go forth and you are baptized in water and you think you're a Christian and years pass and all of a sudden God changes you and you're born again. And then you say, oh, I thought I was a Christian, but I wasn't and now I'm born again. And the people who are born again rejoice, and those who aren't born again have no idea why you are saying these things. This happened to Pam's Aunt Eunice. She was a Baptist all her life. A great many people are taken to church as babies, and they grow up in the church from the time they're a baby until they're maybe 80 years old. They grow up going to church and hearing the doctrines and going through the rituals and singing the songs, and next Sunday they do the same thing, and the next Sunday they do the same thing. And then they get to be about 80 years old, and all of a sudden God changes them. And they say, I wasn't born again until now. And everyone around them says, but you've always been a Christian. No, no one's always been a Christian. People are born of the flesh, of the will of man, of the will of a man and woman, and they're a baby, and they resemble their natural parents, or they resemble their relatives. When you are changed by God, you are His child, and you resemble God in the sense of the Spirit of God that is now in you. And you are completely different. No one can love unless he's taught by God. He can go through the motions of seeming to love. There was a NBA basketball player that decided that he was going to change his name to World Peace. So he went through the legal things of changing his name to world peace and when he played on the basketball court his name on the back of his jersey was world peace. Somewhere along the line he got into a fight with some other basketball player and the NBA suspended him. This is the way it works with the flesh of man. You can purpose to love. You can purpose not to hate. You can purpose All of these things with your mind, sort of like you make New Year's resolutions. And they break apart and fall apart at some point in time. Only when you are born of the Spirit of God can you produce the fruits of the Spirit of God. And you only produce the fruits of the Spirit of God because God is there to show you what to do in the form of His Spirit. He lives in you now, and He leads you and guides you, and you follow Him. So you produce the fruits of the Spirit as you follow Him. And the fruits of the Spirit are love, joy, peace, long-suffering gentleness, faith, temperance. These are the fruits of the Spirit. And as you do what God shows you to do in the situations of this life, The fruits of the Spirit come forth. It's not something you learn. You learn to follow God and His Spirit and recognize the Spirit of God and do what He says, and then the fruits are there. There was a time I bought a very expensive TV, a plasma TV. The dealer said he would come to my house and calibrate it, but he didn't. I waited for him, I called him, I tried to get him to come and calibrate the TV. It had terrible streaky lines on it. And it was a very expensive TV. And he didn't come to calibrate my TV. So I was having to live with this terribly distorted TV. When I would turn it on, I was always taking the remote control and fooling with the picture, trying to make it better trying to make it where it wouldn't have all those horrible vertical lines on one side. I'd make make it lighter. I did this for days and days and days. And one day, the Spirit of God said to me, you don't have to put up with this. And I said, that's right. I have plenty of money. I can go and just buy another TV and have them carry this TV away. It doesn't matter if it's expensive. What does God want us to live in? Peace. And every time I sat down to turn that TV on, I was not at peace. And finally, I heard from the Spirit of God and did what He said immediately and had them carry the defective TV away, even though it was a new TV and it was expensive. Suffer the loss. So what? God will give you the other. If he tells you to do it, get rid of it. What he told the young man that was a rich young ruler, and he asked, what must he do to be saved? And Jesus said, do the law. And he said, I've done that all my life. And Jesus said, well, then go and sell all that you have and give it to the poor and follow me. He said, oh, he, well, he couldn't do that because his riches were very great. But you see, we who are born again have the Spirit of God. So we can do things that the world can't do. We can do things that the other church people can't do because they don't have the Spirit of God. They just went forward and joined the church. Or they were born as babies and taken to church their entire life and sat there in church. Pam tells a story of her Aunt Eunice, and it's just wonderful. She'd been in a Baptist church all her life. All of a sudden, at 83, she started saying, I wasn't born again until now. I thought I was born again, but I wasn't. Now I'm born again. Her eldest daughter was sitting by Pam at a family reunion when Aunt Judith said this. And the eldest daughter said to Pam Paget, who was born again, she, the eldest daughter said, I don't know why Mother's talking like this. All of a sudden, she's just started talking like this. She's always been a Christian. Everybody in our family knows she's always been a Christian. She cleaned the church. She even, she went and did whatever needed to be done at church all her life. She's always been a Christian. No, no one has always been a Christian. We are a Christian when God speaks to us, and we are changed. Instantly, by God, then we are a Christian. Well, Pam knew what this was. And in Ruth home, Pam was said to her, I think she was with her mother and dad. She said to them, oh, it was just wonderful what Aunt Eunice said. And neither one of them knew what Aunt Eunice said. It went right over their heads. Why? They weren't born again at the time. They were the natural man attending church without being born again. See, you can't see things of God until you're born again. And you don't know you're not born again until you're born again. But if you have been dramatically changed by God into another person, you're born again. You know you are totally different from the way you used to be. I was certainly totally different from the way I used to be after I was born again. I was so different that when I said something to someone, I often thought, who said that? And I had said it. I was that different, very different. Have you had that kind of experience with God where he has changed you? You didn't change by learning anything. He changed you from within. That's being born again. Now, if you're born again, you will understand what I'm saying today. If you're not born again, you will not understand what I'm saying today. And you will rejoice in what I'm saying today if you're born again. And if you don't have that experience with God and you don't have the understanding and you don't know what I'm talking about, I want to recommend to you that you just fall down before God and plead for his mercy. Perhaps he will let you be born again. Perhaps he will recreate you. First Corinthians 2.14 The natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him, neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. Jesus says in John 3, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. He can't understand things of God. He can't read the Bible with any real understanding. He'll read it with his mind and confuse himself and everyone else. Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. And when you're born again, it's not of your own will. Was it your will that you be born as a baby to your mother and father? It's the same principle all of a sudden God reveals himself to you and you're born again. Except a man be born of water and the spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh. That which is born of the spirit is spirit. Nicodemus heard Jesus say these words and Nicodemus said to Jesus, how can a man be born when he is old, can he enter in the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. When we are born, As a baby to our natural parents, we're flesh. When we are born of the Spirit of God, then we are spirit with the Spirit of God living in us to guide us and teach us and lead us. So if you've been born again, you are born of the Spirit of God. He lives in you and you can understand things of God because He is there to teach you. It is not that we try to be godly. We are godly when we're born of the Spirit of God, because God lives in us. If God lives in us, how can we not be godly? And if God doesn't live in us, how can we be godly? See, we can't. When we are born again by God, by His Spirit, we are instantly changed into another person. I know many church people who think you have to learn it with your mind. This makes no sense to them because they're not born again. Most people in churches are not born again. Most ministers are not born again. They're all of these people who think they're of God, but they've never had an experience with God and they don't follow God because they can't follow God because they don't have the Spirit of God to follow God. We who are born again have the Spirit of God to be able to follow God. If you don't have the Spirit of God, beg him for mercy. You can't do anything by going to church. You can't do anything by reading the Bible. You can't do anything unless God speaks to you, sort of like plugging you into the wall. You can be sitting there, but if your radio's not plugged in, it won't play. And you're not plugged in because you don't have the current of God going through your body, and the Spirit of God doesn't live in you. Unless you're born again. I went forth and was baptized in water when I was about 15 at a church of Christ where my aunt attended. I would definitely have said I was a Christian, but I didn't change. I lived just exactly the way I'd lived before the experience. No change whatsoever. When I was about 37, 38, one night I was reading a book about sin. And God spoke to me in the form of a thought, Joan, you know these mistakes you've been making all these years? Those weren't mistakes. Those were sin. And I said, sin? I thought they were mistakes. I didn't even know I was a sinner until God revealed it to me that night. And then I was changed and I was no longer a sinner. I had the Spirit of God. The next morning, I was leaving my friend's house. I'd been staying with her and her husband, recovering from an operation. I was leaving Donna's house, and I walked past her, and I just casually said, Oh, by the way, Donna, I don't think I was born again before last night. And she said, What? What did you say? Come back here, Johnny. See, it doesn't occur to you at first that anyone even cares. But the ones who are born again very much care. So I went back, and she said, what did you just say? And I said, well, something happened to me last night. And God spoke to me, and I, I was changed last night. And she, she was just sitting there crying because she, she was very emotional. She had been raised Baptist and was very emotional, but I, I think Donna was born again. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away, behold, all things are become new. 2 Corinthians 5.17 God reveals himself to us and we're instantly changed into that new creation. We are no longer like we once were. We who are born again know that. And we know we didn't deserve to be born again. It was just the will of God that we'd be born again we didn't study and try to be born again it was simply of god after we are born again the we have the spirit of god dwelling in us 1 corinthians 3:16 know ye not that ye are the temple of god and that the spirit of god dwelleth in you paul explains this to us in romans 9 and I can tell you that most people in churches today will not want to read Romans 9 because it makes no sense to them because they are not born again. Romans 9, verse 6, Not as though the word of God hath taken none effect, for they are not all Israel which are of Israel. It wasn't that everyone born of Jacob was of God, For they are not all Israel which are of Israel, neither because they are the seed of Abraham are they all children of Abraham. But in Isaac shall thy seed be called. He was the promised child. There were Ishmael and Isaac. Ishmael was born of the will of man by the flesh of man. Isaac was born by the will of God. It was a symbol for us. Those who are not born again are the children of Ishmael. But once we're born again, we are of the promise. Paul says in verse 8, that is, they which are the children of the flesh, born of the natural way of the flesh. These are not the children of God. You're not the children of God just because somebody at church told you to go be baptized. That's born of the flesh. I've been baptized twice. Once I was baptized when I was 15 because that's what I heard that I thought I heard them say at Church of Christ that you should do so you wouldn't go to hell. I did not want to go to hell. So I went forward and was baptized. When I was about 37, I was born of the Spirit of God by God speaking to me. Then later I heard be baptized. So I went forward and was baptized a second time. After I was born again, they which are the children of the flesh, these are not the children of God. You, you don't become a child of God by doing what they say to do at church. You become a child of God when God speaks to you directly and changes you. But the children of the promise are counted for the seed. For this is the word of promise, at this time I will come and Sarah shall have a son. And not only this, but when Rebekah also had conceived by one, even by our father Isaac, for the children being not yet born, neither having done any good or evil, that the purpose of God, according to election, might stand, not of works, but of him that calleth. It was said unto her, The elder shall serve the younger. As it is written, Jacob have I loved, but Esau have I hated, said God. Before they were born, Jacob have I loved, and Esau have I hated. What shall we say then? Is there unrighteousness with God? God forbid. For he saith to Moses, I will have mercy on whom I will have mercy, and I will have compassion on whom I will have compassion. So then it is not of him that willeth, nor of him that runneth, but of God that showeth mercy. For the scripture saith unto Pharaoh, Even for this same purpose have I raised thee up, that I might show my power in thee, and that my name might be declared throughout all the earth. Verse 18. Therefore hath he mercy on whom he will have mercy, and whom he will he hardeneth. It's a mystery. Those who are born again will understand. Those who are not born again will say, That's ridiculous. That's just the way it is. If you are born again, you understand what the Bible's saying and what I'm saying. If you are not born again, you don't understand. But if you even have enough understanding to know you don't understand, you might be saved by falling down and just begging God to have mercy on you. Pam Paget was raised Catholic. And when she was in junior high, one of her classmates was killed on a motorcycle. And Pam immediately knew that someone her age could actually die. And she was frightened because she knew she would go to hell if she died. She knew the things she'd learned in the Catholic Church weren't going to save her. Only God could help her. And in the Catholic Church, she was taught there is the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. (laughs) So Pam turned in prayer and said, I know there's the Father, and there's the Son, and there's the Holy Ghost, but I don't know which one I'm supposed to pray to. So will you please see that the right one gets this prayer? (laughs) She said, I need help. (laughs) If there's any way you can help me, please help me. After she prayed that, she began noticing there was something different about her, that something of God was living in her. Years later, she was reading in 1 Corinthians and saw that it was the Holy Spirit that was living in her. Thank you for allowing me to share this with you today.